wish I was still drinking whiskey, wine and beer The sound of glasses clinking so sweet to my ear I wouldn't have to listen to the time that's running out I'd use it much more wisely I'd drink and fall about Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia and in partnership with Adventure Is Out There Travel. It's the three o'clock parade. Three o'clock parade. Season what two. What is it? Oh, season two. Season two. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. Season two of three o'clock parade. Welcome everybody. This is Drunk at Disney here in Orlando. And as always, just down the road, it's Rhiannon. Hi. I, I somehow <laughs> renewed my contract, I guess. And I really hope he's going to do Hello Frisco again, because out on the left coast is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Hello Frisco! It's kind of cheating if you set him up for that. I know, right? I, Either I, way, it makes me laugh I, to say it, so I'll do it. That was a not-so-subtle hint to I wanted to hear it. I, I missed it <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I've only done it once before, but it's fun. It's fun to do Hello Frisco. <sighs> yes. But as I mentioned at the beginning, just wanted to say here in year two, we are starting off year two um, associated with selling out officially. It took us a year, but we officially sold out and and it feels damn good. Yeah, well, we figure if we're going to sell out, we're going to sell it to somebody that we know and love. Uh, Dean uh, and his wife are part owners of uh, Adventures Out There Travel. And we know and respect these guys and know that they do a great job so we can wholeheartedly endorse and utilize their services and have some fun with them as we move forward on the parade. So that's what we are doing. Um, People don't know because they haven't been part of the conversation that we had with Dean, but Dean is looking at possibly getting a three o'clock parade booze cruise together. Um, So I'm I'm looking forward to that because that would be really fun for all of us to get together on a cruise and uh, booze it up. Oh, absolutely. And that was one of the things I've always been looking to do is find somebody who kind of gets what we do. And these kind of events, I mean, Skipper, we've done like sort of loosely done events in the few, in the past. And this could be kind of fun moving forward with some sort of, uh, with, with these guys. So we should uh, have some fun. So yeah. I'm looking forward to having an all expenses paid Disney cruise. That's right. what we sign on for, right? Absolutely. All expenses oh, okay. paid. Just cool. Huge, right. just huge bar tabs yeah. paid for. Dean's got that covered, right? Yeah, he's got a, he, I'm sure he's if got If not, a, his uh, wife does, for sure. Yes. Sure. She sounds fantastic. Dean, eh, it's Dean, but, well, you yeah. know. Whoever's paying for my cruise, they sound awesome. That's all that matters. Dean, Dean couldn't get his Skype working last week. Let's just, let's just put it out there. Yeah, I was going to say we should have him on today, but I feel that he probably will have the same problem. <laughs> so let's just assume that he's better at travel agenting than Skyping. Oh, there's no doubt about it, because he's the worst at Skyping. So he's definitely the best. But... There you go. <laughs> so anyways, that's, a, the, that's the newest news here on the parade front. But newest news from the parks kind of came out of nowhere this last week with Disney's Hollywood Studios announcing a holiday spectacular jingled bell, jingle bam. Jingle bam. 
which I was not familiar with the name because, um, but apparently it has to do with uh, the two little elf guys. Yeah. Help me guys. out. Help like, me clear out. Clear for landing or something. Pip and pop or. Prep and landing. There you go. I, I, cleared for landing. I was yeah. pretty close there. Prep and landing. And for, for all seriousness, I had, did get a chance to watch that last year, and it really is cute. I don't, I'm not that familiar with it, but it also has seg- segments, it looks like, from Nightmare Before Christmas. It has segments with the uh, traditional characters, so it's going to be projected up on the Hollywood uh, Chinese theater. And I've been wondering what I'm going to personally do in the, hol- in the holiday season at Disney to get me in the spirit, and I'm so glad that there will be something. Am I the only one who saw the, uh, whatever you want to call it, artwork for this and thought that somebody on Twitter just did a really bad Photoshop job of putting a bunch of shit together? I really did think that, actually. Okay. On so first glance. It wasn't just you and like, you know, MS paint and just going nuts. No, really, because it looked the one that they showed, which is the one with Mickey and Minnie and the just the stacked presence on the side. Like, it really does look sort of amateurish. (laughs) Yeah. But the more you look into the actual story, it looks like it might actually be awesome, Um, at least within this context. They have no way they can ever live up to the love that people had for Osborne lights. Like there's no way not possible. Not even just the love, but the actual enormity of it all. I mean, come on. Absolutely. You know, it it surrounded you and the music, but that being said, and that, obviously that's not happening regardless. And in the absence of that, I was, I was really bummed that there wasn't going to be something this Christmas. So I'm really happy that in the absence of that, in a whole separate world, this is coming. I'm very happy that this will be there because Hollywood Studios is where I go at Christmas time at Disney. <laughs> I didn't know what it was going to change everything. This changes so everything. It does. <laughs> Sounds like every Apple keynote ever. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> well, maybe I, that may be an overstatement if I you said that. You can now shower with it. It, it definitely changed my perception of what Christmas was going to be like at Disney is what. And now I'm extremely uh, excited. Well, I didn't hear. Hey, don't worry, Rand. There's going to be a dessert party for you. Yeah. Yeah. Dessert right. party. Mm-hmm. Does say Bambi has got some parts in it. Pluto's Christmas tree. Beauty and the Beast. Nightmare for Christmas. Again, hodgepodge of just craziness that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but that's the way Fantasmic is, and a lot of those shows. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. I think it's cool. I wish I was going to be there to see it. Yeah, I'm really happy. Have you seen Rian? Have you seen the Star Wars show at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Nope. See, having seen that, you can kind of get a sense for what this is going to be like because of the projections and just the way they do it. Um, it should be really, really cool uh, presentation. So I'm excited for that. Um, the holidays are so are kind of busy times around here. Is this a time you think oh, you're going really? to come up? You're going to be able to come up a lot, Rhiannon, or do you think you know? Did you plan to come up a lot during the like November and December? No, we actually uh, just had to renew our annual passes, and so we did the gold level. So we're blacked out for the week of Christmas and New Year's. Um, we do oh. have our 
plans for Candlelight Processional, which, by the way, is still TBD on the presenter or whatever they call it. So, oh, right. I hadn't see seen the list recently. I keep checking back maybe like once a week, and it has not been updated the last time I looked, which is probably over the weekend. So we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I think just I think it might just be that one weekend in December. I don't know if we're going to make it up there in November. Yeah. So. So it may not it may, it may not be something you end up doing anyways. Speaking of changes and TBD, Skipper, did you see that your your crush Tiffany got to do an extra night this week? Oh my god, I wish she was. I wish I was that extra night. I <laughs> can say about that. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to that Dennis DeYoung, but he was unavoidably de- detained. I'm I sorry, who? The sticks guy, right? So people missed out on Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Domo arigato. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, but they got to hear uh, Tiffany, so. Yeah, totally. Were you, scale of 1 to 10, how jealous were you of the picture of Jen that you knew from back, uh, from she was in your college program, right? She was a college program person for sure. Right. So she's also friends with Mrs. D at D, and she had a picture basically arm in arm with Tiffany during the concert. I was. Pretty jealous. I'm not gonna lie to you. I uh, I always wanted that to happen. I I'm not. I feel bad saying this because I I still love her, but she looks more and more like a soccer mom every year. So like, <laughs> seeing that picture, I was kind of at first like, is that Jen's mom? Like, who is that person? <laughs> oh. And then I saw who it was, and that was like, oh my god. Yeah. It's my girl. I know what you mean. It's, yeah, it still would be it'd be neat, but yeah, there there is a little bit of that uh, that going on. But yeah, I, I'm uh I'm gonna go over and see Christopher Cross on Friday. I believe Ooh. I'm excited. I'm, he's there every year, and I love the song "Sailing," but I've never seen him, so I'm very excited to go check it out. Oh but, man, yeah, sailing's great. Let's see. Are you gonna wear your else? deck shoes? Are you gonna- <laughs> I do. I do have a pair of boat shoes. I'll That'd definitely be, be awesome. wearing them. I need like a. I need to. I want to dress up like a Danny Noonan on um, Caddyshack when he goes out to the yacht club. That'd be great. Let's see. Speaking of movies, Skipper DeGritchy, did you see that the Ark from Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark is now at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Oh my god, it's so cool. That whole. I don't know if you saw the picture from. Uh, I think it's the Parks blog or I don't know whatever the article is from, but. That is like my favorite picture because I love Great Movie Ride. It's got the Ark of the Covenant. And then in the background, there's actually a Ferris Bueller's Day Off poster, yeah. it looks like. Yeah. I was like, all my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, yeah if I could it just... is the photo on WDWNT.com there you go. Uh, is what it is. Yeah, if I but, could uh, just yeah. get some drinks and hang out there, I'd be happy. Yeah, just hang out, check out the Ark. And, uh, and oh, man, how great would it be? Yeah, you can see the Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's pretty sweet. Hey, did I tell you when I went to Chicago? Speaking of Spirit's Dealer's Day Off, uh, I went up to Spirit's Dealer's Day Off. When you go yeah. up to the, the observation deck that they went to, this was this year was like a certain anniversary of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So Chicago's doing a lot of tributes. Well, you go up to the observation deck and they have the spot where Ferris Bueller put his face, his head on the glass. Is the you green- could go put your your head where his head was. I was gonna say, do they have like a little like area where you can see like the little grease spot from his forehead and nose where it touched? <laughs> Son uh, of a bitch is out there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's got that on eBay. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Drunky, do you hear that? I think it's Char. Let me see if she's out there. Hola y bienvenidos, Char. A el three o'clock parade. Hola, Skipper Dick Richie. Guten Tag. Aloha. Ciao. Bonjour. Namaste. Salam. Malaikum salam. Marhaba. Ni hao. Oh, stop flirting, you two. <laughs> we We're are not flirting. flirting with each other. Okay, okay. Either way, hey, it's Char reporting from the Disney Store Canada. Hi again, Char. What's happening up north? Skipper Dick Ritchie, we have some Disney Store Canada breaking news for you. Oh boy, this is my favorite. What's Philippe up to today? Did he fill a fish tank with goldfish and octopus to re- recreate Finding Dory? No. Did he fill the Disney Store Canada with ice and try to make a Canadian version of Frozen? Nope. How about mistaking a bunch of Trump supporters for moose and herding them back to the forest? No, Skipper Dick Ritchie, he's missing. What the what? He's missing? Yeah, Philippe didn't even show up to work today, so we tried calling his mom's house and he wasn't there either. Oh man, I well, I hope he's alright. Well, we let mall security know and they called the RCMP, or the Royal Canadian Mounted Police for all you Americans. Hmm, so I guess it's only a matter of time then. Yeah, and until then, I'm going to be here at the Disney Store Canada, which, by the way, is running like a well-oiled machine. From what I understand, sales are already up 35% since he's been gone, and there hasn't been a call to HR yet. Well, okay, Char. I mean, I guess let us know if anything happens or if he turns up. Okay, Skipper Dick Ritchie, I'll definitely keep you posted. But if anybody out there happens to see a tall, lanky Canadian wearing a late 90s-style blue Disney Store Letterman sweater and talking with a terrible French accent, please just contact the Disney Store Canada or the 3 o'clock parade hotline. This is Sharp reporting live. Over and out. And this is also Dick Ritchie reporting live. Over and out. Let's see. Did you guys happen to see Rhiannon? The happy hour mm-hmm. is beginning at Jock Lindsay's? I did see that, yeah. I'm extremely happy about this. The only thing I don't know, I mean, how often, and you're, you're sort of in the same boat as I am. You typically go on the weekends as well. It's going to be hard to make these because they have really traditional happy hour hours, like so it's just opening weekdays till till six. So okay, not weekends till six, just weekdays. Right, just weekdays. Okay. But they yeah. did have pretty cool, um, pretty good options. They have pretty good deer. I mean, they actually have a pit. They it's the only time where else has a pitcher of beer available? Not too many places. But um, of course, it's twenty five dollars. But it's like Orlando Brewing and stuff. So. The $25 pitcher, but they have a pitcher of beer. I want to do it just because you can. Yeah, that but sounds fun. I, I do like that. They have some special. Sure, yeah. Happy hours are great. Happy hours are my favorite. Well, that's going to work out well for you because when you come, you typically have weekdays. So that's going to work out extremely well. Yeah. And then that will also work out for me because that's the one time I'm going to take off and, and go during the day is when you're here. So it'll Yay, be good. me. Yay, us. Um, what was I going to say? I mean, that's not going to be till March, so we got some stuff to plan out, but, um... Oh, boy. There's always, a lot of planning. I, well, I mean, you know, rich-style planning. We won't right, the important so stuff, like, what resort... I'm not on board. Yeah, I mean, we need to figure out which resort, uh... Where the know, cookout's going to be. Where the, well, that's the other thing. Depending on where we stay, there may or may not be a cookout, so... I'm hoping we play, we stay someplace that has the grill so that we can have a cookout. 
Um, and I kind of, I'm, I'm feeling the vibe for, like, cabins again. So, I don't know. It's going to be fun, though. I'm excited about it. Sure. Yeah. And, and of course you're invited, <laughs> Rian. Always. I, I didn't ask, but thank you. Yes. I'm just saying. Fully invited and expected. Uh, I might be on my all expenses paid booze cruise then. I was actually Ooh. thinking maybe there was a way that we could uh, incorporate the two together. Maybe do a little. So booze, you're saying maybe like do a booze cruise leading up to St. Patrick's Day weekend, and that's like the the grand finale at Epcot. Somebody needs to warn Libby. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to talk to uh, Dean. About yeah. this, yeah, getting this going. Yeah, this is one of so, my, somebody has to warn. This is so me. exciting. Now, whenever we have these these ridiculous ideas, we'll be like, let's talk to our travel agent, Dean. Yeah, it's, it's really. <laughs> and then terrible. when nothing happens, it's his fault. Right. Ooh, good point. Yes. Typically, I'm the only one that takes the heat for this stuff. Um, oh, you still will. Oh, you're great. the one that introduced us to Dean. So either way, it's your fault. There you go. I'm not sure how that if that's how that worked out. But. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Right, last thing that I noticed, and I wanted to bring this up because it brings up a a greater topic that I wanted to see if, what your thoughts are. Um, the Disney Visa character meet and greet spot is moving, and now that in and of itself is not I'm at sorry, Epcot. Wait, was there one to begin with? Yes, at Epcot oh, there was the. News. If you have a Disney Visa. You go to a spot in Innoventions, uh, North, South, West. <laughs> oh, let's see, remember, so no, the one over, it was the, the area closest to the Living Seas. And you could basically a fast pass to get in and meet characters and get pictures taken. Well, that was the last thing in that building was, is that. And now that is gone, meaning there is absolutely nothing left in Innoventions, West. And... There is nothing left in Interventions East except for the Colortopia, which is also scheduled to end, which brings up a bigger point of what is happening there. Have you guys been paying attention to this at all? I, I lost uh, track of what even you were saying. I, Basically, Intervention is empty. Interventions yeah, is I, empty I got that much. intentionally. They well, have closed everything down. Yeah, I feel you have to clear everything out so that you can start building stuff into it. Right, yeah. so that's the part where... Is there news on that? Because that's as caught up as I am. That we're clearing that it out. It. And what's next? Question mark, question no, mark, question yeah. mark. Profit. Yeah, well, speculation. is Will it be something or will it be nothing? I'm kind of looking at it, it big picture-wise. Yeah, well, or those buildings. If you think about it, when you walk into Epcot and you pass the spaceship earth those buildings are just in your way to get to future yeah, world west and future world east i don't see them leveling them to make bigger pathways i mean that's real estate right there yeah that's could, that's expensive real estate what can you exactly. i mean the thing is what can you put in there that would be any i don't know how good, many guardians they didn't of the galaxy already overlays do? can you do they literally just shut everything down to get you know they were doing that what you guys were describing they were doing and now they're they've stopped doing it. no they did lame shit well with the exception of some of all thrills because that was awesome right which they got rid of yeah i'm aware sadly right, so anyway i'm my homie to see what happens i 
I see it personally as the first step in redesigning the entire front half of the park. Which it's overdue for. Right. And a lot of it's going to be, I think it's going to be redesigning the flow of the whole park. And I, I do believe that that there's a good chance that area just disappears Mm. and traffic flow pushes directly West and directly East. So I'm hoping that's what it is. Um, But. No, I. That's that's a lot of area for paths. I think they're gonna put something else there, and what that is, I don't know. I'm excited to find out because, as far as I'm concerned, there's nowhere to go but up. Right. But with the exception of like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, typically everything goes around on the outside. So anyway, I'm excited to see what happens. So I just want to see if you guys had any thoughts on that. So you're you're thinking. Something will go there. I don't know. I'm thinking something, nothing will go there. I'm just excited something is happening. It feels like the beginning I mean, of something. I could I could picture them raising it and putting it in an attraction. But I just, I don't believe the whole raising it and putting it in pathways. No. And you're, that's what I'm getting whenever I bring that up. Definitely not, um, <laughs> definitely not uh, a lot of agreement with my ideas on that. So I'm excited to see what happens. So I think they're just going to fill them with new rides. In Hopefully. the middle, there, though, what what ride can you put like in a thirty foot area on the in it's the middle of the park? It's not thirty foot though. The one section look- is not very large. That yeah. first half, in between the in between the spaceship Earth and Electric Umbrella, is not a very big area. You could do like I mean a Peter Pan in there, you know. Not that, not that they would do that, but I'm just saying like right. you could fit well, a ride in there. They could. But I think the new anything new is going to go on the outside where Ellen's Energy Adventure is, Wonders of Life. That's where anything new is going to go is out there. In my in my thoughts. But. What about and this Why might not both? this is gonna this is probably gonna piss off gonna do both. <laughs> a ton of people. But instead of East and West, what if it was actually Marvel's heroes and villains? <clears throat> that's what I'm talking about. It sounds extremely likely, which is not. Especially since they're kind of making Dreamfinder into a comic book now. So <laughs> So we're going to take the original concept of Epcot and turn it into Universal's Island of Adventure. I think yes. they're just going to make there it into go. a theme park. And, <sighs> you know, uh, future or Tomorrowland is going to remain being Tomorrowland. And maybe Future World is going to become a you know, like fun science, like learn through, you know, like roller coaster physics and... That's what some of all thrills was. And they I know, they out. clearly aren't going that way. <laughs> right, well, no, but, but they can clear that stuff out and just repackage it again as like with, with Marvel characters so that you still get like learning, but it's with characters that kids yeah. know I, and love. I could see that, Skipper. Yeah, I definitely could see them doing it through the Marvel, absolutely. It feels like that's where they want to put in there. The Marvel seems to be coming. That is all that seems to be. I mean, even over in Hong Kong, they're doing a new the Iron Man thing, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Even though I'm not the biggest Marvel fan, I'm not opposed to Marvel things. I just think there's a proper place for them, and I don't want it in Epcot. Oh, I mean, I'd be fine with a Marvel Land in Hollywood Studios for whatever they're going to end up calling it, but yeah. I definitely don't want it, but I do feel that that does feel what's happening. Okay. Yeah, but I think it's because, again, both of you, like, neither of you guys follow that whole Marvel universe. So, to you, you're not invested in it. For those of us that actually 
you know, watch the Marvel movies and enjoy the TV shows and the characters. Like, that would but, be great. That's the whole idea. Oh, I, don't think, I don't think that's it at all, actually, Skipper. It's the yeah. fact that that would be fine at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Exactly. That's, not like, that's at like saying to me, I love Alice in Wonderland or I love Haunted Mansion. I don't necessarily think that Alice in Wonderland should take over future world of Epcot, <laughs> even I mean, though I like it. <laughs> this, it this, this, this conversation just reminds me of the same conversation when Indiana Jones is going into the jungle our Adventureland yeah. in, at Disneyland. It was all like, oh, that character has nothing to do with Adventureland. You know, nobody wants that person here now. And now that it's there, like, I can't even imagine uh, Adventureland yeah. well, without Indy. But I, I don't think that's a fair comparison because, A, I mean, who's more adventurous than Indiana Jones? Actually, that kind of fits. And also, it's one attraction. It's not the entire repeaming of a land. Well, and that's why, that's why I'm just saying, like, Nemo would still be there. All the things that surround what used to be inventions, all that stuff would still be there. It would just be those two buildings would be themed a specific way. And who knows? It may not even be Universal or uh, Marvel because of the whole Universal deal. But I still yeah. stand strong that like Disney's going to push it until Marvel forces them to go to court. Just so that yeah. they can be like, okay, well then, how far can we go? And we're going to go to that point and just stick with it. It feels that way for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that more than anything. I want the yeah. like courtroom drama. <laughs> Can you imagine being a young person going to law school and thinking, "When I graduate, I'm going to be advocating for the rights of Marvel characters in Walt Disney World." Man, that would be awesome. It's living the dream right there. <laughs> yeah. Even though this, Daredevil is a lawyer, so he would probably represent Marvel. All right, maybe. <laughs> Well, we're going to do something a little different. We have an opportunity oh. today. We have got special guests today. <gasps> uh, let's see. People. Woodrow Baron. Woodrow Baron. Woodrow. It does sound, it does sound like something that I That's awesome. I know, right? Woodrow Lynn Baron. I'm going to name Max Cat that. <laughs> Woodrow Baron. Woodrow. Woodrow Baron. Lynn Hey. Oh, I Hello. think we might have him. Oh my How's god, your name is amazing. Yeah, we love your name. We were just talking you about your real name. Yeah. Woodrow Lynn Barron. That's like that's a billionaire's name. Yeah, and I'm the third too. Oh shit. <gasps> that is the best. Oh I'm your biggest fan now. <laughs> well, I see on the book you went by Lynn Barron. Is that what you would like us to refer to you as? Yeah, I don't know. My mom, everyone always called me Lynn. I don't know. Okay, Can but I you don't. You're not like. You're not trying third. to hide your real name. No, no, I don't. You're not like the Professor Lynn. <laughs> Professor Lynn. Uh, Woodrow right. does sound more sophisticated, right? Yeah, oh Woodrow. That's freaking awesome. Right. It's pretty hot. Thank you. All right, All right let's. Uh, are we ready? Oh, to... are you going to try to get uh, your partner in crime on? Cornelius. Yeah, yeah. You would have you would have to add him from your. That's cool. What's it do? What's his? Uh... So just uh, search Ken and then Pellman with two L's. Okay. Yeah. You win the name con contest right here. Like, yeah. Ken <laughs> versus it. Woodrow. I mean, come on. I know. Come on, Kenneth. I am uh, not. It's P A L L M A Y. Can we call him Kenny? Pellman. P E oh, Pellman. L -L yeah, yeah. P E L L M A N? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there are one, two, three, four, five. He's wearing a tuxedo. That's him. Picture. Man, you yeah. guys are so he's fancy trying to make up dude. for his lack of coolness. Tuxedo, right? Yeah, with a tuxedo. Exactly. He's, it, it's working. 
He's got a radio voice, just to warn you. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. well, we don't. We don't, so that's fine. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> uh, I have a face made for radio and a voice made for books. I guess Oof. so, huh? And add. Ken, he's not. He hasn't accepted <clears throat> yet. Oh, I not. think I think he may just have. Oh. Oh boy. Alright. Add. So should we just go ahead and get started and then bring oh, him on through the show? I'm adding him right now. Whoa. Okay, cool. Do it live. I just don't yeah. want to waste the good introductions because these have been really good already. I feel like we've <laughs> already wasted the good Woodrow introduction. <laughs> Oh, really? I think I think he's on. It's good. Do we have Ken? Hello. Hello. Yeah, he's gonna be great. All right. So, but let's like, like I was saying, let's not. Uh, let's, let's not. not uh, we're got, we're technically on a break, so we will come back and uh, be ready OMG. to go. Omg. Okay. Omg. Whenever you're ready, throw it out. Well, we have a great opportunity today. Something new today on the three o'clock parade. We are gonna get a chance to talk to some authors, Rhiannon. I love authors. I know you like authors. And uh, let's see. We might have a chance. Uh, we're going to bring in the authors of Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dreams Spotless. We are going to be joined right now by Ken Pellman and Lynn Barron. Oh, you said it wrong. Yeah. I need to, <laughs> I need to give the full it name. Is okay, Woodrow... we've got Ken. Oh, Ken Pellman and Woodrow Lynn Barron the third. The third. God, those uh, are billionaire that, names. Thanks yeah, for... he actually owns part of Disney. Yeah. He just cleans it for fun. I own stuff. It's character building. Lynn, have you been holding out on me? Yeah. <laughs> right. <I have> <laughs> so you guys have a obviously a background in custodial at Disneyland. Just give me the genesis of your guys' relationship and your being at Disneyland. Uh, well, I started uh, working in custodial way back in 1990. And, wow. Uh, Lynn joined the department in 1998. Uh, eventually, we were both foremen, and we were working in neighboring areas, and we would, like, go to lunch together, and we would say, wow, this, you know, this... Can you believe what happened today? This happened over here, and, and you know we would trade stories. Hey, we got to write this down, and we should write a book. So we did. Can I can I throw out the first question, buddy? Mm-hmm. Chunky, uh, whose job was it to make it not smell bad at the first re- bathroom when you walk in to the right behind Disneyana? Because one of you guys is getting fired right off the bat. I can. T- <laughs> That's the worst smelling <laughs> bathroom on any Disney property ever. I, yeah, I don't. I don't like the small, the small restrooms like that. It's hard to keep them uh, good. That whole, even the walkway, like by the ATM, it's yeah. oof. It hurts my eyes That's, just to walk by it. Yeah, you guys. This has been something. This topic, for some reason, has come up several times throughout the last year while we've had the podcast. Not by smelliest me. spot at Disney, and Skipper always brings up this bathroom, and I've never. I'm not familiar with it, so apparently it is that one right in the front of the park. What about right over there by the Pirates entrance? Pirates. Oh no, that is true. Yeah, if you take the left uh, queue to go into Pirates, where it takes you back behind the uh, entrance to the Dream Suite. Mm-hmm. Oh, that place is that is equally, maybe just a smidge less smelly. But yeah, I don't care what's going on. I turn to the, the we the line could be 
an extra 10 minutes on the right, and I'm going to the right just to get away from that back area. Now, I got to ask a question first off, too, is we've had you, we just had you guys on a second, and um, Woodrow, you said that Ken had a voice for radio, right? What you did yeah. not tell us is that he basically has Jack Wagner's voice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, soon the thrilling spectacle. No, never mind. That was oh, awesome. Holy shit. Yeah, you know, my, my favorite recording of Jack Wagner's, you know, he says, perhaps the most interesting word in the English language is the word. No, that's it. I'm cutting myself off right there. <laughs> if you've never heard that. If you've never heard that recording, Google Jack Wagner and like the most interesting word in the English language or something like that. You'll probably get the recording. Wow. Um, before we leave, we definitely need to get the uh, the monorail spiel. Definitely need to get the monorail spiel. Can we get that? <laughs> I haven't been on there in a while. <laughs> Please stand clear. You can Google of the that door. too. It's fine. Much of the surrounding area was orange groves and open fields. Yes. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's like spot on. I mean, obviously, this can't be the first time you've heard this. Yeah. You've got a lot of his stuff. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Well, uh, yeah, not never. Jack, they never say I'm Jack Wagner, but they do say that uh, I've got a. A voice for I've got, they say I've got a face for radio. I know that. <laughs> we all do. Well, except for Rihanna. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that's uh, that was something I didn't expect. But what I did expect, we I did get a chance to <laughs> to, uh, to peruse the book quite a bit, and um, you guys go definitely in depth in the world of custodial at Disneyland, which I guess would make sense. I would hope. The one thing that jumps out to me, and I wanted to hear your, your take on this, it sounds very territorial that I was not expecting. Like the life of custodial, it's there's a lot of, of territory being discussed. And what kind of role does that play that I that I didn't see that coming? Oh, we, we had, uh, yeah, it was very territorial. We'd get knife fights. <laughs> we'd, we'd start dancing. Everybody would start dancing. Say you're the sharks and you're the jets or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, you got assigned to areas, and you had an area that you had to cover, and uh, you were often, you know, bussers uh, used to be part of custodial, but sweepers never covered busser areas or vice versa, so that got territorial, you know. So it's always like, like, oh, Adventureland, what a dump. Meanwhile, yeah. me, over here in Fantasyland, look how spotless it is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What is the typical makeup? I've always been curious, like the, uh, especially there at Disneyland, um, like the the makeup among the cast members of like crusty old lifers who have been doing it their whole life versus young college kids versus, um, you know, the what's the main general makeup of people that work in that department? It it's changed over the years. I think that there used to be more younger people there it seemed like like college age and then um seemed later on they kept you know there was more uh maybe people that needed a second job or um maybe even retired retired yeah 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 so it, kind of depends, it depends on the economy i think kind of when the yeah. economy goes through really rough times you get all these people who, who got laid off from their jobs these middle-aged people with all this office experience and they end up grabbing the first job they can which turns out to be you know sweeping Mm. So I have a question. Um, as an avid pin trader, um, I've read on various blogs and such that you can get some of the best pins from the janitorial staff because 
people don't think to go and approach them. And yet, so I'll keep an eye out and, you know, sometimes you guys are wearing lanyards, but I always feel like I'm interrupting you because you're working. Like, can you speak to whether or not you actually craved guest interactions or whether or not it's like, dude, I'm just trying to sweep here. Leave me alone. There's a reason I don't work in customer service. (laughs) (laughs) Pin trading was an option optional for us, but as far as the, and I, I didn't really like doing it. Um, not because I don't okay. want to talk to anyone, but because I don't like things hanging around my neck and mm, I don't know. Fair just, but, but as far as, I mean, we're so busy, we're trying to keep an area clean and it looks like yeah. we're maybe no, not. No, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't assume that. That's, that's my whole thing. It's like, I feel like I'm interrupting you if I go and no. approach you. Like, excuse not, me. So it sounds like, a, it sounds like the answer, Rhiannon, is yes. You are interrupting that. Yes, you are, uh, you are interrupting No, no, no. I, I loved uh, guest interaction. Yeah. I loved it because then I could stand still. And I'm still working. So if one of the <laughs> managers comes by, they can't say, hey, get back to work because I am working. I'm talking to the guests. Yeah. Fair in, enough. In my mind, do you guys keep sc- – like, I, like I picture you guys are keeping score. So you're like – you know, you're walking through the queue and you're like popcorn, popcorn, leaf. Ooh, gag my app, popcorn, soda cap. <laughs> like, like that's what I'm – like that's how I would picture the day goes by so that, you know, you're not just kind of just sweeping and getting on with it. Like – Trying to make it fun, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> well, so here's another. Sorry, go I didn't turn. Oh, go ahead. So, as far as like going through the hiring process, I mean, you're being hired to sweep, but it's Disney. So, are they also looking for you to be personable? I mean, they, are they expecting that you're going to have guest interactions, and therefore you have to know how to you know, be cheerful or is it like, no, you know, we just need a dedicated employee who's going to work hard. It's an onstage role, you know, I mean, there's backstage like cleaning dishes, but so I would say, yes, they're probably looking for someone with somewhat of a personality or Mm -hmm. able to communicate clearly with Mm -hmm. someone. That's good. Uh, Again, it depends on the economy. I mean, uh, there were (laughs) times where we were convinced that you know, what they would ask you is, do you walk upright? You know what fire is? All right. <laughs> do you have a pulse? <laughs> Come on in. Do you like to set fires? Oh, okay. No. It sounds like I'm reading a section here of the book, and uh, I think, Ken, you were talking about this, of things you were super glad that as uh, custodial, you didn't have to be worried about or responsible for. And one of them, it says, is handling cash and being – having to deal with arguments over shortchanging people. The other one would be having to decide whether a woman is pregnant or not to be able oh, to God. ride a ride or see, um, deal with guests who do, who uh, have bad parenting with children running all over the place. You didn't have to enforce anything. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, we're kind of off the hook in that regard, you know. <laughs> we're never going to be accused of, of mishandling the cash or anything like that, and um, you know, but we were also the first person that many guests would see if they were looking for a cast member because we we're out there in white and we're out there in the middle of the area. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. So did you have to field questions from guests that either A, you didn't know the answer to or you were expected to know the answer to that was part of your job, even though wasn't really like it's not your area but you have to be able to answer these questions yeah we we're supposed to know pretty much everything you know i mean almost everything you know what times the, the parades and 
what time, time is the three o'clock the three o'clock yeah, I mean, supposed to know the whole park pretty much, and we did learn it pretty well because we weren't scheduled just in one area. So one day we'd be in Fantasyland, or the next day we could be in New Orleans or Queenie Restrooms in Toontown, or whatever. You know, whatever. What was your favorite, and what what was the worst? Well, everyone has a, a favorite and worst. I mean, a lot of people loved working in the parking structure, and I know Ken and I it wasn't our favorite at all. So. Hmm. You know, I, I think Ken and I both like the West Side, like Adventureland, um, New Orleans, Frontierland. Now, working in Disneyland versus Disney World, were you ever jealous of Utilidors? No, I no, not really. We we do have two tunnels that I know of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we. You know, there were times where the parade would cut us off or whatever. Yeah. But. But you know what? We have such a, a shorter distance to walk compared to the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, which is just a lot bigger than than Disneyland. So we had less to walk, and uh, plus, you know, we're the park that Walt walked through. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I keep trying to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, we still Seriously. love ours. I do <laughs> love yours, but I, I found an interesting part here. You guys were talking about of. Um, like criminals and shoplifting because I, and yeah. I kind of want to ask you more about it. It's really interesting because you're um, it does have that veal. Like from my point of view, who doesn't shoplift very often, oh, um, no, okay. you often. could, it feels like you could literally do it. Not it, they literally don't seem to care, but what you're, what I'm reading here is it's sort of the opposite for a while. At least when you're from your point of view, you, you did see some, some uh, security presence and how, how was that handled? Like what part uh, of it? Well, you know, yeah, that, robot. It, it varied over, <laughs> it changed over the years. I mean, it changed over the years because Disney used to be very, very vigilant about that. Uh, and then there was some bad publicity, you know, and, and uh, so they kind of eased off on it. And um, it was so, kind of, I'm not going to go into specifics, but it was kind of difficult. You know, they had to get certain kind of proof. And, you know, mm. the whole chain of custody, you know, unbroken sight lines and that sort of thing. I don't want to get too detailed. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, they kind, of, they kind of eased up a little bit. They probably figured, you know, we're charging so much for this stuff, we can absorb <laughs> the loss pretty easy. Yeah. Mm. Well, one of the things that I always have heard, and I want to hear, and you're, is it true that trash is sorted and all the recyclables are taken out? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whose job is that? Well, they, uh, they you know, it, it was not, when we were doing it, uh, it was not necessarily every recyclable, but it was what we called skimming, where we would dump the stuff on a, they instituted this during our time there. It wasn't the way it was when we started out. They decided, hey, we're going to start skimming out bottles and cans. And so it was like this extra work they created for us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you would dump the, the hall of the trash on this table and you would pick out the cans and bottles and you'd push the rest of it into another receptacle and that would eventually be dumped into the packer. Hmm. Yeah. Now, I know um, I used to live in New Orleans and for Mardi Gras every year, they judge the success of Mardi Gras based on the weight of trash that is accumulated <laughs> that week, that final day. Is there ever any of that sort of sense with Disney of like, man, 
we got a lot of trash this week. Therefore, we're hitting some good numbers. <laughs> I, I, I remember times where we had, I mean, there was like a cheerleading event going on in Fantasyland Theater, and we couldn't get in and clean it because it was just going on all day. Normally, when they do a show there, we'd clean it between shows, but it just went all day so we couldn't get in there to clean so at the very end when everyone left the place was just i mean we were just pushing piles like three feet mm. tall i mean of trash Jeez. yeah it's cheerleaders <laughs> yeah uh, so, do you find that there's one ever, well, demographic sorry. over another that tends to be more disrespectful <laughs> with littering or anything like that uh, no not really I think everyone. The, the, wor- the worst, the worst night it would be uh, New Year's Eve. Yes. Oh yeah, sure. They pass out the, the ridiculous uh, hats that fall to pieces and noisemakers, <laughs> and so it's just a whole lot of extra trash. <laughs> um, the last, the other thing that I was, I was, a lot of times what I hear, and I'm sure you guys have heard it too, or, or thought it. People say they've seen. I remember back when I was a kid. It was so much cleaner than it is today. What do you feel about, has there been a cleanliness decline in the parks from your point of views? Uh, I think they have more challenges now. I think there's more crowds now than, uh, like, overall. Like, we had our busy days, of course, but I think that it's consistently busier um, now than it was when we were working there. Plus, one of the things they've done is they've redone all of the surfaces of the park. Oh, yeah. uh, it, used to, it used to be a lot of slurry, smooth slurry. It was much easier to keep that sparkling clean. Now you've got, like, textured concrete and paving stones, and it's just not as easy to, to, to keep that hmm. looking as good. Hmm. Ooh, I have a question. Ooh. So I've noticed some um, <laughs> custodial, they do the... the the artwork with the brooms and the pose and they make like characters are they specialized people or like are you trained all of you to do that they started doing that after after we left but i mean it became more popular after both by both of us left but i do know that it's just if you have that talent that they kind of they'll let you encourage you you to do that (laughs) yeah if you have time kind of that's cool yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was like a plant and like that person's not actually a custodian. They're just in there to like uh-huh. make characters on the street. No, in they're custodians sleep- uniform. They're sleepers. Yeah, sleepers. Well, we actually right. have uh, we had a couple of people in our department who went on to become you know animators and, and artists of that ilk. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, if there was one thing that you think uh, misconception or something that you think Disney fans should know. What is it? Hmm. Or are, do you feel it's pretty well? Anything else well, that, that you'd like to have I, people know? Yeah, I think that one of the things we mentioned in the book is that, uh, like I had, I had this asked a lot. Was uh, guests would say, "When you know, how long you've been here?" And I'd say, "I don't know, five years or whatever it was at the time." And they'd say, "Oh, when when do you get do you get to move up?" You know, and you know. Tr- move up meaning and i said oh what do you mean and they'd say like to to attract you know to work a ride or something i said no and so a lot of people think that working attractions you is a better thing and you get paid more but it's it's not and in fact i think we get paid more than they do at certain points like doing restrooms we would get paid more per hour by doing restrooms 
So they have you doing territories like that. So sweeping is one thing, restrooms is another, and it's like different tiers. Kind of like you would be scheduled on your schedule, say Adventureland Frontier for the day, and it would say seven to three thirty, and then you'd go over to that area. And you'd either be sweeping, like Adventureland or Frontierland, mm. or you'd be dumping trash in that area, or or sweeping lines. And then restrooms was a was a separate thing. You would report to the office, and then they'd tell you which restrooms um, you were to report to for the day. Hmm. Yeah. Some people preferred restrooms, and some didn't like it at all. And I, I mean, I think it. it's yeah. it's fair that they're paying you more to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that was supposedly because we would we had the risk of getting a needle stick mm-hmm. and contracting oh, HIV. Oh wow! You know? Yeah, so that's terrible. So for like twenty five cents more an hour or whatever it is now, I don't worth know it. it now. It's the risk of getting HIV. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's but, okay. yeah? That was the least of my worries in restrooms, though. <laughs> I have stories that would yeah just gross you out. So yeah, yeah. yeah that's that. Those are not. I'm do, good. I'm good. We do keep all the gross stories to chapter five, though, so people don't okay. have to worry when they read this all book. Right. They don't have to worry; they're going to get grossed out. Just <laughs> you know, avoid chapter five if you're worried. Yeah, I was surprised. I've <laughs> never enough. seen. I I I respect that in the book. I when I got to the chapter five, it said you may choose to skip this chapter. So you're actually you know inviting people to skip the chapter. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about Dranko's ending in our book. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of authorship, um, mm-hmm. every time we have authors on the program, we like to bring in um, a special interviewer. Um, you may have heard of him. Uh, he also runs a show called Inside the Actors Studio. Well, here we like to call it Inside the Authors Studio. And I'd like to introduce you to Mr. James Lipton. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi, this is Jack Wagner. Oh, Jack Wagner, you say? I am impressed with Woodrow III, but I do enjoy your voice. Uh, My first question is, what is your favorite curse word? Not all at once. I'm trying to think. Favorite? <laughs> I'm not one to curse a lot. Poopy uh, is acceptable. <laughs> I don't know. Fudge. <laughs> well, I don't want to get Billy Bush fired. <laughs> Too late. That gentleman has gone away. <laughs> what sound or noise? Do you hate the most? Hmm. Apply it to any of the Main Street restrooms, please. Well, I like, you know, I, I hate the sound of popping popcorn in a popcorn wagon because that's just, it's going to make a mess. They are <laughs> I can imagine. Toontown. <laughs> just the whole land. The whole land. <laughs> What turns you off the most? Uh, getting points for being late. Ugh. Ooh. The worst. 
worst. I and my final question, and this is what I ask all the stars that come through. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You're in. <laughs> Here is your broom and dustbin. Get to work. Golden broom and dustbin. <laughs> I've got a golden broom just for you. Yes. I've got a golden ticket. Oh, no, wait. Never mind. Ooh, I'll take that. Some Wonka reference. Yeah, Wonka reference is always good. Oh, God. Yeah. I think that's kind of all I have in the... Uh, I, Mr. Lipton's already left the... He, Mr. He Lipton has left the building? Yeah. And he's oh, shit. It's quick. Yeah, he's he, he's wham-bam. Thank not you, ma'am. Not the first time yeah. he's been accused of finishing early. Absolutely. Well, let's see. Cleaning the Kingdom. Where can we find your book, gentlemen? At our website. We have a podcast also called The Sweet Spot. So... It's under that um, title, thesweetspot.com, and you can buy the books there. I have autographed copies from Ken and I both nice. that I send out. And we also are on Kindle, Nook, and now iBooks. Woo! That's where Skipper is. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. I'm going straight to iBooks right now. Awesome. I, iBooks, guys. Um, any final thoughts uh, before uh, th- we first off, th- thanks for joining us, but any final thoughts that you'd like the, our, our listeners to know about your book? Yes, it is very, very critical that they buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yes. Life won't be the same without it. No, well, ser- seriously, there's so many Disneyland books out there. And even if people have a bunch of them, this is going to fill in some of the blanks of Disney history that they might not know. Um, because we really Including did, we chapter eyew- five. <laughs> yeah. We were eyewitnesses to some really big stuff, uh, big changes over the years, and we really saw a lot. So we you know, we, we saw it. You're not getting the filtered company PR version of stuff. Do you have a favorite story that you want to share before you guys go? Uh, I have a long one that everyone always likes to hear. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, it's your time, whatever you want. Do you guys like ghost stories since it's almost Halloween? <gasps> Ooh, it's perfect. Yes, 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 the yes, ghost yes. stories. <clears throat> All right, I'll tell you. So I was working uh, at night, and I was getting ready to go home, and I was walking across the hub. So if you're familiar with towards Tomorrowland, there's a Plaza Inn restroom, and there's that Astro Orbiter kind of right past there. I was right there at the entrance of Tomorrowland. The park had been closed. They announced it on our radios because Ken and I were both leads. So we'd have a, a radio that they'd say, you know, clear to the hub or clear to town square. The park is clear. And they said the, they were clear to town square, I believe, something like that. So I knew there were, it was, it was, you know, there was no one else there. And I was walking across and these two women well, it was like a girl, maybe like a teenage girl and a, and a woman came up to me and they had Victorian dresses on and a, and you know, big hats, and the the girl was carrying a balloon that I hadn't recognized in a long time, and like from the seventies or eighties. And they asked me where they could find a dining establishment or something like that. And I thought, wow, they were and they were, had English accents. And and I said, and I was just kind of what in the world? So I said, we've been closed for a while. You probably need the exit. And I kind of pointed down Main Street. And she said, oh, I'm so very sorry, you know, and. 
very proper. And they started to walk off, and there's a security guard I saw on the side of my eye we're coming from the Matterhorn area. And I, and I said, hey, and I waved him down. I told him about the women, and I went to point to them. I said, these, these ladies, and they were gone. And I said, oh, crap. And so he said, I'll go backstage, and he said, you go down Main Street, and we'll meet at the end. I said, okay. And all the shops were closed, and we got to the end. He said, I didn't find anyone. I said, I didn't either. And so I thought, hmm, that was weird. And so I just kind of forgot about it. And then about six months, a year later, I was talking to another cast member, custodial cast member, and she was. we were talking about stories like that, kind of ghost stories and weird things that happen. And she says, uh, she's a woman that always did restrooms. And she said, yeah, at the Plaza Inn restroom, so there's Plaza Inn restroom, right, where kind of near where I was, where this happened. She said, I, I always hear these English accent, these women talking. And when I come in, I don't hear them anymore. And I, and I was like, oh, crap. And so I told her about my story. And she said, you talk to them. You actually talk to them. Those <laughs> are the goats. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I have chills oh, right now. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, That's so, so cool. So I don't know what, the, what it was. Ooh, love it. Just the one story. night? Yeah, it's just. Wow. I've heard tons of things from other people, and, you know, but that's my story. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, that's thank a you. great story. Yes, thank you. That was great. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be there for the uh, season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going I'm to be there on the 27th. I'm going to go look for those broads. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Skipper's going to have a new story where he wakes up with them at the Grand Californian. Oh, I wish. Wow. I haven't, we haven't even discussed my terrible. Uh, reservation because everything else was sold out the days that I wanted to go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're staying at your least favorite resort. It's true. I have to stay at Paradise Pier. Oh, that's alright. I'm just saying no fine Victorian women are going to follow me back to the pier. First world problems. You know, whether whether they're ghosts or not, they're going to be like, the pier, I think not. I'm <laughs> so going to haunt Walt Disney World when I die. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's better than the Alpine. Oh, man. I have a friend that loves staying at the Alpine. What? She's... I had, like, bed bugs there or something. Oh, I woke oh. up all yeah. itchy in the middle of the night. I was like, ugh. That's what we were talking about, I think, last week or the week before, where they actually charge you for ice. Oh, yeah. 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 No, <laughs> that was Port Wilderness. Both. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, both. Yeah, Port Wilderness, yeah. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, Cleaning the Kingdom. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks I'm for having us. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, yeah, thank great. you so much. You guys are a blast. Por favor, manténganse yeah. alejados de las puertas. Ooh, remain, remain seated, please. Permanece sentados, por favor. Oh, that was oh so good. God. That's awesome. Oof. Yes. Hey, um, can you like record my outgoing voicemail message? Because that would be awesome. Just go ahead and call my agent. <laughs> <laughs> I wish What's I had that? one. Woodrow, we're talking to you. <laughs> Woodrow, we're going to have to discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dreams Spotless. Pick it up at their website uh, today. Yay. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you, gentlemen. Good yeah. day, yeah. Woodrow Lynn Barron the third. The thank third. you very much. Long ago, the whole place was knee-deep in warm, primeval seas, swarming with odd critters. Oh, God. I, I need this in my life. I could let, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
Do you do that on your podcast? Because I will listen to that all day long now. Sometimes. That's great. <laughs> we made a commercial for our book, and I think it's on YouTube. And you can search Queen of the Kingdom on YouTube. I think it's on there. But he did the voice of, like, the parade or the – I think it's the fireworks, something like that. But okay. selling, trying to sell our book, yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome. We need one of those. Yeah. <laughs> we need Jack Wagner sound alike. Love it. Come on, Skipper. <laughs> Me? What are you kidding? That's just. We've got Ken. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. So good. Sounds good, gang. All right. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, guys, for having us. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks. No, thank, yeah, you. Yeah. thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Appreciate yeah, it. We'll have, we'll have to do it again. Maybe we'll have you guys on our show sometime. Yes. Yeah, that Yay. sounds good. Yeah. Keep in touch. All right, guys. Right, you too, man. All right. Well, I... Okay. All right. Later. I'm, I'm driving the second car <laughs> since this conversation started, so I got to go. <laughs> All, All right. right. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Wow. That was fun. Yeah, the only impression I can do is like the, you know, phone, you've reached a dead number thing. So that was fun. Definitely interesting. Uh, let's see. I want that Jack Wagner was amazing. Yeah, that Jack Wagner was really good. God. Uh, let's see. You guys ready for some Ask Sour Boner? Ask Sour Boner time. Ask Sour Boner. <sighs> sour like Boner for you. Size. For Sababoner time, Sababoner. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. The number you have dialed has been disconnected. <laughs> Please hang up and try your call again. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, let's see. What are we doing at eleven? Okay, let's see. SR Bart, a couple interesting one from um, this is kind of going back to our one year anniversary. Bay Lake Spence wants to know how does it feel to have created the Sour Bonerverse for all the three o'clock radio fans? Surreal. Guilty. No. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's actually one of my favorite things that's happened. Is I love that the people involved have. It's become sort of like this gathering place for people who love this fun stuff. And I feel like uh, it's not just us talking every week. It's people being involved throughout the week. And it's been it's been really fun. So I love it. It's my favorite part of the whole thing, I think. Yeah, that is true. I, I And I think we've all become like like we've helped people make friends. We've become closer friends and then friends with other people. So I think that part's really cool is just the uh, the social gathering I agree. Like, for example, like six bits went up to um, Colin's house. Oh, wow. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's like legitimate. Like like, peer in the windows. Yeah. Is that why we haven't heard from No, he was invited. Taking some photos. No, he was invited. (laughs) He knows like the layer of the bushes. I'm just saying I haven't seen six bits post to Twitter in a while now. So let's hope he's okay. Yeah, I'm hoping after going to pray for. Pray for six bits. All right. Note to self, don't go up to Colin's house and be your <laughs> Let's see. He also wants to know, do we have a favorite moment of the year for the 3 o'clock parade? Uh, man. All of them? Oh. Man, that's a good one. I, uh... I want to say one of my favorites. For some reason, one of my favorite things that happened, Mr. Monkey's apology makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> 
when he gave that that apology makes me laugh just thinking about it. And I and I was meaning to ask you about this, Skipper. Maybe we could just just release that sometime so we have it separate. Just oh, someday like as an extra, yeah. Because uh, it's I'm hard sure. to find. I don't know exactly where it is, but it, it it's so funny. Um. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we can. Yeah. I just have to find. So it that's that's one of my favorites. There's there's a lot, but that's one yeah. of mine, and a lot of the songs that have been that have been really fun. I kind of I kind of feel that my favorite might be when we did the, uh, um, who's on first boat. I still go yeah. back and listen to like I'll sometimes just be driving to work. And I'll be like, man, I want to listen to Who's on First. Yeah, Who's yeah. on First. My kids love it. Absolutely love it. Well, they've got uh, great taste. Yeah. You know, unlike their parents. And, and we use Same As You. Same As You. Same As You. We use that in life. So that's nice. pretty cool. Um, I forgot that we – you know what I forgot? We had Rhiannon's mom on once. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was way at the beginning. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was fun thinking was... back to the very – Yeah, because that was – my Christmas stay up there. So, yeah. We yeah, get... Hey. Ooh, what? There it is. I just found Mr. Monkey's apology. Oh. Okay, perfect. I can't wait. I was going to say if we could get my mom back on, but uh, she's actually coming to visit in two weeks, but she's not going to be here on a Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> but I'll be in Massachusetts for Christmas. I depart on a Wednesday. It's so a Tuesday get a redo? night. We could oh, get a redo. Oh, that would be cool. And a year later, that could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See what I don't know if she'd want to answer this next question or not, but designated Disney dad would like to know. Um, Wilson Phillips, um, he ha- he's running a tournament of all the different uh, of all the different uh, mm-hmm. bands mm-hmm. that he beat. Wilson Phillips pulled out a big win against um, Christopher Cross, my favorite. He wants to know F Mary Kill, Wendy, Carney, or is it oh, China? God. I do don't even. Want, do we want know. to touch that with the ten foot pole? Or? Oh, I'll, I'll drive I just, right in. I, I just need to figure out who's who. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel like I know who's who other than Carney, and I kind of love her, so I'll just marry her, and I don't really care about the other two. I was going to say the same thing. Marry Carney for sure. She seems like yeah. very somebody awesome. that's cool to hang out with. Um, and then I could say that I was married to a. Uh, she was once posed for Playboy. That'd be you know, that's pretty good. She did. Oh, nice. Yeah. She did. How the hell do you know who's who? <laughs> and well, he's got them in in order on the picture. If you go to October 11th on Ask Sour Boner, October 11th. Um, and then of yeah. course, uh, I just don't know which one. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd hate to kill one of them. Well, of course. I know. I would. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> so is the nature of the game. Uh. Yeah, I think I would. Bang Wendy, Mary Carney, and have to say goodbye to China. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go with you. Sorry. Sorry, sweetie. Sorry. Yeah. Are you, wait, are you saying sorry to me? Because. No, I'm talking about her. Oh. Her, the one that when we you said just sweetie, killed. I thought you were. We just spoke. I, I know. Assume. You sent to assume. Yeah. Well, he's got another one. He wants to know BB 8, R2D2, and C3PO. <laughs> <laughs> Mary BB 8. I don't really care about the other two. Again, it's just like Wilson Phillips. Oh, but he just also a... threw in another one. And oh, this boy. One, this one is specifically, I believe, for you, Rhiannon. Me? Poe, Finn, Harrison Ford's hand. Mm, wait, 
Who are the first two? They're the two men from Star Wars, the latest Star Wars, the two new guys. So who? Yeah, but I guess the real question is, are you going to marry or F Harrison Ford's hand? Why not both? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, who were the first two? The black guy from um, The Force Awakens. Uh Uh-huh. And and the pilot. His name is Coe? Poe. Poe. That was his name? No. Finn is the black guy. Poe is the white guy. And then Harrison, oh. Harrison Ford's animatronic hand. Okay. It's just the wrinkly old Then I would marry Finn, kill Poe, fuck Harrison Ford's hand. Oh, nice. Shocker style. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Harrison Ford's hand. That was... I think I just had my new favorite moment for season two. <laughs> I, I, think season, I think we're really kicking it off with a bang. I just want to throw it um, it's amazing. Uh, he also wants to know: Has Disney already completed the Hillary Clinton audio animatronic for Hall of Presidents? I would assume so. I want to say yes, but all it does is do that weird like shoulder movement with the head shake that she yeah. did during the first debate, where she's like, "I'm awesome." <laughs> I think. Um, what did I say? Oh, did I tell you? I was so disappointed. I don't know if I said this last week. I watched a, a clip once on them um, going to. The White House, when President Obama became in office, to um, record him for the Hall of Presidents. And he asked, what is this, a hologram? He didn't know what the Hall of Presidents was. I was so disappointed. Ah, poor, poor Obama. Do we know that Hillary knows? No, we do not know that. Except for her husband is in it, so maybe she... Oh, that's too fucking shay. Well, and you know what? There's, There's actually, like, really cool things that are coming out about, like, trivia... Uh, for when Hillary is elected president. It'll be the first time that two presidents have ever slept together in the White House. <laughs> that, <laughs> that we you know, know of. of. That we know exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Publicly. Publicly acknowledged. Yeah. Um, oh. For anybody less than eight years old, it'll be the first white president, not just female. Because <laughs> in their entire life, they've only had Obama. Uh, That's cool yeah i know it's kind of cool when you think about it like, like so then yeah, it'd be like, like you've never kids. had a white dude as a president yeah that's kind both of fucking of awesome kids are growing up in a world where <laughs> you know they are gonna grow up where it's not some old cranky white dude in charge oh, they're growing I up in a world it. yeah it's really really neat if you think oh, about it's it. awesome yeah i was like that's great so so to take that into a more serious turn um, ben Bowers would like to know if <laughs> Professor Daniel Miller had a doctorate in drinking, would we have to call him Dr. Unky? Get it? D R U N K Y? Dr. Unky. Ben. But to bring it up, he wants to know how does he persuade his wife to let him rename their new son, congratulations, by the way, new son, Skipper Rhiannon Drunky Bowers? Why is Skipper um, first? I'm always first, because I'm awesome. I think it's a title. Yeah, that works, too. Then why am I third? I'm always third. Because you're bringing up up the back, buddy, if you know what I mean. Up the rear. Yep. (laughs) I mean, Ben can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would... My name is quite more common over there than it is here, yes? 
obviously not for boys, but yeah, that's cool. So there you go. I think you could do it. Let's see. Um, Mr. Monkey wants to know. He said he's off Saturday the twenty second. Where are, um, is he and I hanging out that day? Oh, I'll, just check my, I'll check my calendar, man. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> oh, I have a question for Ask Sarah Boner. Yeah. So um, I think I'm doing a housewarming slash my birthday party on the 12th of November. So my question is, who from the Sour Boniverse is going to drive down to Southwest Florida and attend? Holy crap. Ooh. When is it? 12th. 12th of November. Mm-hmm. Well, that's let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll throw out a, uh, a, a poll and see mm-hmm. who, oh, who, like who, who makes it. Throw out that poll. <laughs> Throw out a poll. Yep. Um, Sarah Grafham would like to know, did you see that the Sour Boner was on The Simpsons? Yeah, that was awesome. Hey, did yeah, you... Sure. Uh, are you doing all tweets or top tweets? I think I'm doing all tweets. <sighs> I missed Not out. again. Uh, the Seriously, one of, what did I miss? Uh, a Mr. Monkey about Definite Disney having all the equipment to do a podcast and a spinoff with Little Disney Ben. Oh, yeah, totally. He says, three o'clock parade. Since Definite Disney has all the equipment to do a podcast, when are we going to get our, when are we doing our spinoff show with Little Diz Fan? So basically he's insinuating that Mr. Monkey, Little Diz, and Rhiannon should be uh, having a three-way without us. Wow. What do you think about that, Rhiannon? Um, I think it could be synergetic. Is that a word? Yeah, synergistic. Sure. Sounds like you're pretty enthused. No, I do. Yeah. I know Chris. So. <laughs> so yes, the sour boner did make it onto the Simpsons. Um, and she wants to know: did they, did we get a royalty, or did they stiff us? Oh, we got stiffed. <laughs> as nice. Well done, Sarah. Well, like, well done, Sarah. Short and quick, and wasn't really pleasurable. Um, Abigail, now Webigail, has is holding a can of high C ecto cooler in her hand. What booze do you suggest we mix with it? Well, what do they do with Reggie's Revenge? That's a good question. What is in Reggie's Revenge? Man, you are you are missing so many. What you? <laughs> yeah. After in? after the uh, Ben's Dramedy Bowers, there's a Jen has two ends. Where she shows a picture of a girl in either leggings or tights that are so tight that you can actually see the pink thong uh, underneath. I do have that one. There it is. Yeah. And she says, "Would should there be a stricter dress code in the parks?" That would be such an awkward interaction as somebody goes up to her and says, um, "Excuse me, we can see your thong through your extremely thin tights." Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough they've outlawed costumes for adults. And yeah. it's bad enough they have to go and try and figure out which woman's pregnant or not on the roller coaster. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And now we're going to go after the thongs? Yeah. I think so. Go what are your thoughts on these stretch pants in the parks? What Do you wear these stretch pants? Or would you wear these stretch pants, Rhiannon? Um, I'm a big fan of leggings but i wear something over them so it's not like i'm not 
rocking the camel toe or what have you. Um, but then again, you know, if you got the body to do it, do it. So I, I, I'm a big believer of just dress for your body type. That's all. Yeah. So or if this... you don't care, then no, okay. I don't, you know, you, it's your world. You live your life. If you're proud of your body, I don't care. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I take it all back. She's taking you it back. You. you do you. You do you. If you want to rock it, you rock it. So you're saying no on the stricter dress code. No on the stricter yeah. dress code. No. If you, if you were proud of your shape and you, yeah, you know, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. You do you. Okay. Who am I to judge? Are you going to judge which, which uh, liquor goes in the uh, high C ecto cooler? I feel like vodka should go in there. I'm thinking of vodka. Yeah. I'm thinking of vodka. I'm thinking yeah. vodka also. Now, I can think vodka we theme, goes so well. Can we theme a green ecto cooler cocktail to the parks? Where could they, where could they fit in? Uh, didn't they used to do... At, didn't Ghostbusters used to be at the studios? Universal. Oh, I thought that they... Oh, maybe I'm thinking of uh, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ninja Turtles were here. Maybe Aren't we can bring back... Are they going Tower of Terror? Oh, wait, not something different. Could they... Could we do... Would a green drink work well at the Tower of Terror bar? How about the Nickelodeon Studios slime drink? Oh, no, wait, wrong part. And you guys want to do everything at Universal. I don't want I guess this is where, when I think of green drinks, I go to Universal. Maybe they could do one in Dino Land, seeing as though dinosaurs are green sometimes. Yeah. That is true. Sure. I'm just there thinking, you, you know, that like kind of, oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I think the Tower of Terror is a good place for it. It's got that kind of like green, like, they should serve it like with fog coming out of it, like with dry ice. Yes. And you're in that like I wouldn't want to call it the zone, but I'd have to think of a good I'd have to go back and like look at the names of of Tower our uh, Twilight Zone shows and make drinks for that. Now I'm on a whole other No, how about we take over Interventions East and West and just create amazing bars? And it's all like sciencey themed, so it's like science exhibits and attractions, and so you then serve things in beakers and what? I hear Ben. Why do I hear Ben? It's he's he's next. <laughs> Junkies queuing <laughs> him up. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Well, how about Muppet Labs? And... Sure. Muppet Labs. Yeah. Are you ready now to hear Ben? Are you ready for? I I heard you. You get so excited. I, I know his voice now. And Skipper, she's going to be really happy at the end of the show. I, I haven't listened to it, but I'm excited to... to... Me too. Um, okay, here's Ben Bowers with a audio video as Sour Boner. I swear. Uh-huh. Hello, fabulous bastards, you. No, it's not a special Halloween video, hashtag Boner, even though you can't see my face and it's all dark and spooky. I'm actually out walking my dog. Um, it's the only time I can get any peace and quiet with a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a five-day-old in the house. Look, that's the moon behind me. It looks quite cool, doesn't it? You probably won't be able to pick it up anyway. So I shall ask my Boner from last week again, seeing as you didn't even get to finish the bloody question. You just decided <laughs> to take the piss out of each other for not being able to do a British accent. Um, got a bit cold as well, so Rhiannon, hopefully my voice is nice and deep and thick for you. Mm. Um, 
So, it was your birthday last week. What would have been your perfect birthday celebrations um, in one day? What would have been your itinerary? Sort of, where would you have gone for breakfast? And where would you have stayed? And what part would you have gone into? And where would you have gone for dinner? And what would you have had to drink? And, and all that lot as the three of you. And if you wanted to invite us, that would have been fantastic. I did get the invite. I'm really sorry I missed it. It's a, I love that episode. I really wish I'd have been awake at 2 o'clock in the morning. But it was literally the day before my wife gave birth. And then after that day, I probably would have been awake because of the little bundle of joy um so yes thanks for everything thank you for the last year it's been absolutely fantastic and please do carry on making me and the rest of us laugh like bloody drains tatty bye <laughs> tatty bye tatty bye oh i can't tell whether i should be weeping with joy or squealing with joy i don't know please squeal <laughs> Definitely thrilling. Yeah, I can't believe how great is it. His his child is going to sh- basically share a birthday with a three o'clock parade. Oh shit, that's true. <laughs> that lucky little bastard. Oh um, god. Uh, I totally misunderstood his question last week. I thought he meant a, a itinerary for the show, but I see. And this is funny you bring that up. I am dealing with that right now. I'm in my head planning. I want to do for myself the ultimate Disney World day for me. And I've been trying Selfish. to decide. I really. Yeah, exactly. Very selfish. I'm finally, I want to do it. And mine is, I, I, at first I thought I want to do all Animal Kingdom themed. So like maybe breakfast at Boma, then do all the bars of, of Animal Kingdom and um, the Safari and do Ex- Exhibition Everest, mm. wander the park, shut down the park, watch some Buradika, close it down, then go over and get some bread service over at the Animal Kingdom mm. Lodge, close down Animal Kingdom Lodge. Now, I'm realizing I need to finish the day out at the Polynesian, though. Yes! And go over there and get a Lapu-Lapu. How can I finish my birthday out without a Lapu-Lapu? Right? Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, my God. I don't think there are enough hours in the day. I'd have to start my birthday on Ben's time. And then finish it on Skipper's time. That sounds great. Yeah. So where would you where would you start, middle, and end it? Where would you do? Well, I'd first have to bend the rules of the world, uh, meaning I'd have to be able to access rides that I wouldn't necessarily have fast passes for and would have long lines, and I would also have to stretch my own ability of eating food. So I would probably want to start at Boma as well, yeah. And then I think I'd want some Magic Kingdom time. And then I don't know, because like I think I'd I'd want to end with Ohana and Tambu, but I'd also want to squeeze in some Animal Kingdom time and also some epcot time and, oh god I, yeah I, oh my god the spreadsheets that would be involved in this so. <laughs> i know and i don't even so want to do spreadsheets spread, this is what i'm dealing with right now because i don't want to do necessarily detailed like that that is detailed but still i want to i want to be able to put myself in a direction where i get to do all my favorite yeah, things and like yeah i mean bread it's still hard for to do. lunch sounds good but if i ate boma and then bread service and then ohana are you fucking kidding me like no and just running out of time is going to be a problem because yeah. it's not like I'm rushing through all these places. I'm going to be oh, – it's just tough. It really is difficult. Skipper, how about you? 
Uh, am I doing it at Walt Disney World or am I doing it at Disneyland? What's your birthday, you. brother? It's your birthday. Oh, jeez, Louise. It's your party. You can cry if you want to. I would start by having breakfast at the Steakhouse 55 at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, creep over and get our with some Bloody Marys in the morning. Who serves Bloody Marys in the morning? Which place? Steakhouse or different oh, place? Steakhouse, uh, Hearthstone Lounge. Um, I believe you can now. Yeah, you could actually get uh, storytellers. We'll get you some breakfast uh, Bloody Marys also. So those are the, probably the three on Disney are the Disney ones, and then a few different places in downtown Disney you can get them. But that's where I would start. I would start there. Uh, I would probably do lunch at Carthay um, and have some cocktails there and then and then dinner. I mean lunch. And then I'd end the night at the Napa Rose. Um, and if you've ever been to Napa Rose and you do like the, the chef's table or something, that's like a three-hour meal at least. So you have to get there, you know, six o'clock at the latest. So it'd be pretty epic. It'd be a lot of drinking. Oh. God. Right, that's and that's what I'm excited for for my birthday. I still don't have it. I still don't have it nailed down. I mean, it, it really it sounds easy to say like, "Oh, I'm gonna do the perfect day." It's actually more challenging because yes, you want to make sure yeah. you go in the right direction. It's not. It, it, I just want to make sure oh, I get it. Oh, hey, hey. Oh. It's it's basically the next drunkie's amazing race. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it myself, like my own drunkie's yeah. race. Speaking of Drunkies Amazing Race, the next question by Ben Bowers is actually about Colin, the champion of Drunkies Amazing Race. Hmm. It's a music quiz, and I'm gonna oh. read the I'm gonna read the lyrics. He says it's a music quiz. Here are the lyrics to a parody song, and we have to guess what Disney song it's based on. Hmm. I'll just say it. It's it's gonna be tough. So it's Colin feels ill. Colin feels ill. He hasn't quite spewed spewed yet, but he very soon will. He drank too much and will not pay the bill. Oh, Colin. Yes, Colin feels ill. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Colin feels ill. He hasn't quite spewed yet. No? No. Thinking be our guest. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Um, Corella DeVille. Colin Ooh. feels ill. Colin feels ill. He hasn't quite spewed yet, but yes, he very soon yes, will. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, nice job. Too much. Will I pay the bill? Oh, Colin, yes, yes. Colin feels ill. Yes, Rhiannon. Yes. Nice job. Hi. That was great. Thank you. Rhiannon. Nice. All right. Also, I've actually listened to that song like three times in the past five days. So I guess we, we know what the next song will be. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Crimson Tide Dan wants to know which will happen first. A two-year anniversary show. Mr. Monkey being asked to attend a boat day or <laughs> Drunk at Disney mailing back scratchers. Dude, I mailed the back scratchers to the people that originally were on the list. That happened. That mm. happened. And it was not easy. They're, they're not a great shape for mailing individually. I'm going to go with SS Swallows. <laughs> what? So which one? Uh, Mr. Monkey on the boat day. Crimson Tide Dan has been on every boat day, so maybe. Uh, maybe hmm. This reminds me of a question that Super Weenie Hut Junior has uh, also has a at sour boner. 
Well, it's not necessarily a boner. It's just a question that he asked. And then eventually, uh, Colin hashtagged it for an ass sour boner. Can I, can All right, I what it? was it? It is, hey, drunk at Disney, if you were Willy Wonka for Halloween, would Crimson Tide Dan be your Oompa Loompa? <laughs> Ouch. Oompa That's not Loompa. nice. It's hilarious. Or he'd be my Slugworth. Oh, man. So good. Yeah. Because, yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I do like that. Um, let's see. Hey, your, our buddy Flannel Jedi. Give it a good Yeah. I'm jealous. He's coming to Universal and Walt Disney World for Christmas. Needs our best recommendation for holiday cheer around the resorts. That is a great question. Um, who has the best holiday setup? We've talked about it once before. The Grand Floridian right? is like ground zero, in my opinion, because typically in the past, you'd be able to walk in and get chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah. Yeah. The giant Christmas tree. You have wine. And now you have a gingerbread house with hidden Santas that you can try to find throughout the, the gingerbread house. You have the Grand Society Orchestra playing Christmas music, and you have, when they're on a break, you have the pianist playing Christmas music. <laughs> he so said penis. Yeah, that's your home base, is the Grand Floridian. Mind. Yeah. Rhiannon, you do not seem to agree. Oh, no. I, I love it. I really, truly do. I'm just still bitter about the fact that for the first time ever, I actually purchased some of the infamous amazing oh my god you have to do it gingerbread from the gingerbread house there and it was lame oh it tastes terrible but you still have to oh do my it. god still shit. So. but uh, i think skipper would agree with me when i say if that's your home base home base part two is disney's wilderness lodge that's so funny because oh, yeah. i was looking at pictures of wilderness lodge right now and, uh, yeah, it just – it looks so great. The, you know, the yes. lobby with that giant Christmas tree in the middle. Mm. And, then and a they, fireplace. Uh, the fireplace. And they actually have uh, a little table set up where you can get cookies and hot cocoa. Yep. I was uh, going to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I did it last year. I have a video, uh, a YouTube, where I, I, I actually walk through and I, I, sh- I kind of do that. So it, it was really cool. It really is. Those are the two top for sure. Yeah. For me, it's funny. I was actually telling Mark this because um, we stayed at the Wilderness Lodge when we had our actual vacation at Disney last month. And we stayed there. And I was telling him how growing up, my mother always wanted to stay at the Wilderness Lodge. And I always said no because I grew up in the Northeast and our summer home was in upstate New York in the mountains on a lake in the lodge. And I don't want to go to Florida and stay in a woodsy wilderness lodge. I'm going to go to Florida and experience palm trees and tropicalness. So now that I live here and I have that every day, I love staying at the wilderness lodge (laughs) because that to me suddenly is a vacation and so I'm really looking forward to this year to go there for Christmas because that, for me, now as a Floridian, will feel Christmassy because it's, it's woodsy and it's, you know, yeah. You got that whole fireplace and you want to bundle up in a sweater and drink cocoa. So, yeah, it's great. I love it. No doubt. I think you're right, though. I think that you hit a thing just for quickly on the Wilder's Lodge in general. 
that is one of the things that you're either going to have that as your favorite resort or definitely one of your least favorite is that total difference in theme. Um, yeah. Not a a tropical resort. You know, so I, I agree. If it depends on the mood you're in, um, if you're going to love that or you're going to not love that. So good point. Especially so it makes it even the more even better for Christmas, though. Yes. Like ramps it up for sure. And the yep. tree is amazing. So very cool. I would say those are the two main ones. Um, and booze included. Oh, Skipper's favorite bar, the Territory Lounge. They do. Yeah. Um, once I, they had hot cider once, I believe. Yeah. Well, I was reading on the Disney food blog today that they're bringing back seasonal drinks. So they, um, this isn't Christmas related, but they, for this season, have a Halloween themed drink they're offering called the Witch's Brew. So. Yeah. So I, I just think those yeah. are those are the two main ones. And as as you get closer, uh, Ryan. Um, we'll, we'll obviously all talk online and, and, and keep getting some more, but those are the two main ones, um, that come Man, to mind. All this talk just makes me want to schedule a, uh, a holiday visit. Yay! That sounds do so it, Do it, wait. do it. I can't wait. Cause, um, well, he has a follow-up real quick, which was, which with holiday in full swing, full swing in the parks, what's your favorite specialty treat of the season? Booze included. But mine is actually not booze-related. There's something that I love so much about the Rice Krispie Treats that look like candy corn. Those are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> They're like giant candy corn Rice Krispie Treats, and they sell them okay. in all the parks and all the hotels, and um, that's my favorite. Um, I, I'm i going to go actually and answer not for myself but for Kristen because I don't have one for myself, but I know that she – is obsessed with the gummy candy corn that they sell in the various candy shops throughout the parks. Yeah. And I, for one, don't care for them, which is interesting because I love gummies and I love candy corn. Wait. But a gummy candy gummy corn. Oh, I've never had them. Up. It's yeah, it's weird. I love bo- I love oh. candy corn especially and candy pumpkins. Oh uh, yeah, no, oh, the candy yeah. pumpkins are the best. Um, but yeah, no, they they have them. Um, not a fan, but Kristen is obsessed. So hey, there you go. Anything special out in the West Coast, Skipper, for the holiday? I mean, well, how was that drink? Um, that you, was it the same drink at Trader Sam's West and East? Are you talking about for the uh, for the mugs? Halloween, Halloween. Not no, mine. no, totally different. Totally different. Got yours? Oh, yeah, that's right. You got it from. Oh yeah, you did. Would you get it from again? Yeah. Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor, man, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, no kidding. Fuck yeah, yeah. Um, but anything special out on the on the west uh, left coast? Yeah, so they, I mean, there's a few different things. Uh, Trader Sam's actually does um, a few different holiday drinks, like the uh, Molly Kaliki Mocha, and uh, I want to say that there's a Red Nose uh, Zebra or something like that. Uh, there's like three or four different uh, specialty drinks that they have there, and then at the Grand Californian, they do um, like hot uh, hot buttered rum, and they do a uh, spice cider, and uh, you know a few different a, a few different uh, um, holiday drinks that that are really really good, and then the Grand Californian also does the lobby with the giant Christmas tree, and they do a big. Um, you know the same idea with the gingerbread house, and they'll have uh, they'll have a choir on the second floor that that Aww. sings and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Pretty good times for holidays out here. 
Yeah, they do a good, they seem to do a bang up job, and it feel I I'd like to see more here, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, there'll be more for Christmas time. And then of course um, there's always giant candy canes, which yeah, girl, uh, well, yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, those are girth. already like I guess there's already rumors as to the date that they're coming out, and people are, as usual, going to get ready for uh, to get bracelets and see how many candy canes they can get. Yeah. Oh, and you know what else they all, they they also do a. Uh, Candlelight uh, processional here, but it's a little bit oh, different. Yeah? Um, it's not every night. Uh, it's actually really, really hard to get into, and it's on Main Street in front of the train station. So the steps that lead up to the train station. Whoa, cool! Uh, that's where they have the uh, the choir facing out towards Main Street, and they actually walk. Sorry, getting a beer. It's okay. They actually walk down Main Street from where the Plaza Inn is, so right by those, uh, you know, kinky little ghosts that hang up by the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They walk down Main Street singing in single file with the candles and then line up. And uh, they've had, like, uh, Dick Van Dyke, Gary Sinise, Kurt Russell, James Earl Jones um, have been the narrators. So everybody's excited to see who's going to be here next year. But it's one of those things where... You know, if you're not invited, it's almost really hard to to get a, a seat. So people just kind of stand on Main Street and listen from for, super far away. Man, and yeah, it's really that is cool. really cool. It's very very cool. We are winding down. Just a couple more asks. Our bonus left. Scott Sanders has a very interesting one. Um, a it came out this week. He had he posted a picture of a Yeti came up with a personal cooler. Mm. And it was like, and I'll just tell you, that it was like two hundred seventy nine dollars. So his question is, how much would you spend, though, on a personal cooler that would also permit you to carry booze into the Magic Kingdom? Huh. It, it makes you think almost I, like, a, I, like a membership program. Yeah, I didn't see this coming. I, mm. See, you say Yeti, and I get excited because I think Yeti, like Everest. Oh, so yeah, no. Say no, personal no, cooler, cool. and then I get less personal, excited because I get like. A personal mm. cooler brand. Um, yeah. That actually reminds me. It's Go really ahead. hard to put a dollar value on that because I don't. Oh, it, I'd, I'd hate to be the first to mention a price because, you know, it's like in, in, in a negotiation. Yeah, exactly. You never, ever no. say the first But price. I'll just use that price, $279. Would you pay $279 per year? I don't know if it's, well, it doesn't say per year. Would you pay? I would, I would pay $279 to forever have access to Well, yeah, fuck yeah. But would you do it yearly? actually get out the calculator and uh, I mean I'm not saying no but I would need a calculator I would need to like be like alright it'd be like $18 a month but wow. I, I would have to factor in so obviously Drunko attends more than I do because he's yeah. closer so I personally would have to factor in how often do I go would I perhaps go more often if I had a personal cooler full of adult beverages? Um, I would probably yeah, go to Magic Kingdom more often. <laughs> I wouldn't what go to Disney I, World anymore, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be like, oh well, hey, because I have this magical personal cooler, I'm going to go up this weekend, whereas otherwise I wouldn't. Like, no, I'm going to go the same number of times per year. Right. It's just, yeah, maybe I'd go to the Magic Kingdom. Well, I would I would go to the uh, Magic Kingdom more in the evening. I tell you, during, I, I like I, that's why I'm a big fan of Magic Kingdom in the morning. Big fan, big fan. 
Uh, yeah. So question is, if I had to say it though, if it's how much would you spend? I'm gonna keep it at that price point, and I, I, I'm trying to decide if I would do it or not. If it was per year, I might not actually do it, only because I would probably then not want to go to the other parks as much. And I really love my Animal Kingdom and my Epcot, so oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I, that's a very good question. Thank it's you, a great Scott. Question. How much would I spend? I guess how much would I spend? It would probably be about that, two hundred seventy-five bucks. It's also fair to ask how much you spend to sacrifice your own personal standards of owning a personal cooler. Yeah. I think this might push you over the edge. <laughs> yeah. Skipper, would this interest you at all? I know you, you, you've been a staunch against uh, booze in the Magic Kingdom. Are you, would, you, would this change your mind? Um, I, nah, I mean, you know, if it, was, if it was sanctioned and everything was cool, then sure, I would probably dig in. Um, I just don't, yeah, I, I like drinking, so I like, you know, drinking in the Magic Kingdom sounds fun. I just don't, I'm not just one to, like, sneak stuff in, so. Uh, right, you don't yeah. want to do it on the, no, no, yeah. No. Yeah, so, right. you know, if it was, if I wasn't doing it This would be it on sanctioned. The, right, if I'm not doing it on the sly, for sure, that'd be great. Yeah. Good question, though. Thank you for, yeah, good, good question, Scott. I think, uh. Colin got excited about the uh, our guest today. He asked, which restaurant on property produces the most waste? <laughs> um, I, would... I don't think we're... Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I really want... I'm just curious. Which one um, has the most amount of... Pay... I, I'm trying to think of what gives you the most packaging, because that would be... Well, I sort of interpreted that a different way. I yeah, would me assume too. that to mean I'm immediately going to a buffet. Right, because you're gonna like dish oh, yeah. up your plate and take two bites of something and think, yeah, no, and so you're gonna produce a lot of waste. But I was actually so then I guess bodily waste, the... like you get okay, out of there that, and you're just that's, like, that's not what I was. Fucking I would bet then it would be Christ. either, uh, if that's the case, it would be either um, Crystal Palace or the Mickey, Minnie and Mickey's uh, Hollywood and Dine, because these are places where like. It's people that aren't don't really care about the food. They're just there for the characters. So they'll end up well, just getting a bunch of food and then getting distracted. Yes, and... but I would go a step farther to go with what is the lowest rated as far as food quality. And from what I've read, it's Chef Mickey's. I've read that Chef Mickey's is just pretty bad. And you pay top dollar because you're at the Contemporary and you're getting all the characters but the food sucks. Yes. Hopefully so. that's changing now. Hopefully right. that's changing. Yeah. We're hoping that's changing. But yeah, I have seen that. And that's one of the reasons I think they're, they're making the changes. Because yeah, I had read that as well. Um, um, but I feel the same way like with uh, Goofy's Kitchen out here at the Disneyland Hotel. I feel it's the same way. Like it's not my favorite place to eat. And it's super expensive. And it's it's very Chef Mickey's-esque. Um, so yeah, I could I could see that. I would probably say it's the same. Yeah. Not, not Let's see. Oh, Kel. Kel O'Watt. I don't know if we've had that before. So welcome to the parade, Kel. Um, Kel wants to know, going to Walt Disney World next fall with um, the sister, her husband, and a three-year-old nephew. Do they do Disney Vacation Club Studios at Animal Kingdom Lodge or Boardwalk? Ask Sour Boner. Animal Kingdom. With sister, husband, and three-year-old nephew. I would agree with that group. 
Animal Kingdom Lodge because you yeah. it gives you a good like you're boozing it up, you want to be close to Epcot. But if it's like family and kids, meh. I agree. And there's so you want to stay in your room a little bit more when you're at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which you with a three year old, that'll be nice to have some nap time and just chillax yeah. time for the kid. And you don't feel as cooped up when you can open up the window, look out and see animals. So Animal Kingdom Lodge uh, for, I think we got a unanimous on Animal Kingdom Lodge on that one. Yeah, man. I like Animal Kingdom Lodge. And are you ready for the final Ask Sour Boner? Ask away. Bay Lake Spence, it's a Polly's Choice (gasps) Fast Pass Refurb and Bulldoze. And he's going to go with La Cava del Tequila, Uh Rosen Crown, Uh and the Hanger Bar. Oh, that guy's dirty bastard. Bulldoze. I have mine... I'm. I know exactly where I'm going on this one. Um, I'm going for. Oh, go ahead. You want to? No, you start? no, 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 no. Go ahead. All right. I am going to fast pass Jock Lindsay's hangar bar. I have become such a big fan of that bar. I love the music. I love the drinks. I want to go there. It makes me want to go to Disney Springs because it's right next to, to. That's where I want to go. And then I want to. Fast pat. I don't want to refurb Rosen Crown, and I want to just get rid of the restaurant and add to make the bar much much bigger. <laughs> An actual giant pub. Make it a giant pub. Get rid of all the table. Extend the bar through that next room as well, and add more just pub tables for us in the bar. Because did you know on Saturdays during food and wine they don't do food? You can't get a scotch egg. Did you know that? No, that sounds yeah. kind of wrong to me. Yeah, because it's too busy. We need it. We need a bigger bar so they can do it for us. Yeah. And then uh, I would like to bulldoze La Cava del Tequila, um, because it appears I've heard and I'm seeing they are building an outdoor bar that's going to be even that, which really excites me more. A full outside bar, right when you Soid? get into Mexico. Outside so, bar. Word. So that's what I'm doing. I think I'm with you on that one. I wasn't exactly sure on the uh, like. I didn't have a reason to bulldoze El Cava except for the fact that I really like the other two, and there's plenty of places to drink. And I figured we could get margaritas outside, but that whole new bar makes makes sense. Sounds great. Yeah, that's the thing is there's other places and World Showcases. There's no lack of places to drink. Yeah, and really, you either have to pick. Is your favorite? Are you a Rosen Crown person? Or are you a La Cava person? And there, I know there are people who feel the same way about La Cava as I do about Rosen Crown, but Rosen Crown is my bar at World Yeah, Champions. right? I'm with you, man. I love Rosen Crown. That's why I start there. I like to get, get yep. it going. Rhiannon, where are you going on this one? Differently than you. Ooh, yeah, let's hear it. All right. Uh, I, too, shall marry um, Hangar Bar. But instead, I am going to, unfortunately, I mean, it's a tough choice. I'm not saying it's easy. Uh, I'm going to bulldoze Rosen Crown and refurb Kava. My reasons for this are because I do love Rosen Crown. However, maybe it's, again, growing up in the Northeast and you just can't walk five feet without hitting an Irish pub. So it's not like a super novelty to me. Um, whereas 
kava and it's not like okay yeah i can get a margarita anywhere but i i am so in love with the inside of the mexico pavilion the whole temple i love being inside there and so my issues are you know kava has limited seating limited menu uh their prices are fucking insane so if I could refurb all that and maybe extend the seating or maybe add some more food items or maybe get them to stop charging me $16 for a fucking margarita, that may refurb there. So, yeah, it's great that I can get one outside, but I want the ambiance of the inside. Oh, no doubt. I w- yeah. Would you be fine if they just replaced that with a margarita window as your refurb? <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to sit and enjoy and be in that whole atmosphere. I do. I agree with the inside of. Uh, I do love the inside of Mexico, though. Mm. I love being inside it. Okay, we just got. That was awkward. for Skipper. That was for Skipper. You didn't even acknowledge. But it's all right. I'm sorry. What? What did you say? Never. It's, it's wants, gone. He wants to be inside you. Oh. No, I didn't say him. I said <laughs> Mexico. Well, it's kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and that brings us to the end of Ask Sour Boner for the first episode of year two. Uh, there we go. Yeah. So any final thoughts for uh, tonight's episode? Uh, I do have a final thought for this tonight's <gasps> episode. Uh, for anybody that's playing the Disney Emoji Blitz, you only have until midnight on the 31st to collect either the Hatbox Ghost or the Yeti from the Matterhorn. Uh, I would also like to say that as you collect these amazing emojis, if you have an iPhone, you can use them as stickers. So you can send silly stickers to each other. I currently have the Hatbox Ghost and I love it. I'm going to send it to him. I'm going to send it to Rhiannon right now. I don't even know what this means. I'm going to send it to Rhiannon right now so she can see it. Shouldn't you send instead your belly button? Oh, I I, I send my belly button all the time to everybody. Yeah. Good, Um, good, good. From the 3 o'clock parade collection. Right, which is great. Oh, that actually reminds me. My brother was telling me the other day, we have had uh, a few hundred. I'm talking about like probably three to 400 people download stickers uh, from countries all over the world. The majority of them are from the U.S. But, uh, you know, he he actually was just like, um, he's the one that kind of hosts or runs uh, the sticker uh, pack for us. And uh, he basically gets the report from Apple. And he was just like, do you guys broadcast everywhere? And I said, yeah, it's a podcast. And, you know, anybody can download it from anywhere. And he started reading me all these, like, Jordan and, like, Australia and just all these different places all over the world where people are downloading our stickers. So oh, it's pretty cool. fantastic news. Yeah. It's fantastic. The Sour, the sour Boniverse is going worldwide. Can there be, in, like, an add-on purchase for our book? Yeah, put that in there. I, I mean, <laughs> we probably could for sure. Seriously, yeah, absolutely. So, could definitely get people go in there and grab another copy of that too while they're in there. Yeah, yeah. Buy for your friends. <laughs> the holidays are just around the corner. Black Friday is coming up. Ooh, yeah. Are, are you guys going to make your people work on uh, Thanksgiving to get the book out? We're actually going to make them work. We are the people, and we are working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to work twenty. They're going to work forty-eight hours straight. Throughout all of Thanksgiving and Here's all of Black Friday, Here comes. no breaks. Uh-oh. I got a text from a certain skipper, the Hatbox Ghost. Here he comes. You ready? There he is in the Hatbox. 
Oh man! Um, it didn't come through. Oh, oh, he's he's like a hat bucket. Well, that's what the hot. That's way the that's way it looks on the ride. It's like that. He appears and disappears. He's like a popcorn bucket. Oh my god, you were the worst. Um, I am the worst. But a lot of people do not think you're the worst, Rhiannon. No, people love Uh, you everywhere. In fact, we heard last week that Pauly was coming up with a song about Rhiannon. Well, he was beaten to the punch (gasps) in the lineup. So we are now going to hear, to play us out, a new song that is also inspired by the fairest of the 3 o'clock parade hosts. Oh, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I'm at Rhiannon. No, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Me again? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you saw the email from earlier, but it's from and produced and performed by Ben Bowers. Hmm. Ooh. So playing us out, the final float is a giant Union Jack flag coming down with Ben Bowers standing in front of it. Dressed as Elton John. Oh, you ruined it. <laughs> that, was, that was a mess. What? With the big gla- the glasses and everything? Yeah, which, the glasses, which version the of sequence. Elton John? I was thinking maybe the Donald Duck, but then I was thinking, you know, more traditional, um, just sequins and big glasses. You'll be great as someone doing, like, some kind of skit of Donald Duck as Donald Trump and him just being just irate being super and angry. like, ah! that would be good. I can't believe that hasn't been done yet with all the things that right? have come out. But in the meantime, here's Ben okay. Bowers. Uh, we're still, we're still recording. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's called everyone. Are you sure? It's called everyone wants to wear pith helmets. What? He wrote something in the email that it was. That's not an ode to me. I don't think it's an ode to, I don't think so at all. I, I got the said. email. Uh, let's see. No. no, it says I've done it... an ode yeah, to the lovely to Rihanna. I've done a ditty about going out for a drink with you. Good. Oh, my God. Friend. It's about yeah, me. Yeah, it's not about me. It's uh, about me. No. It's about yeah. So please no, enjoy, please enjoy this, this dedication to Professor well, whatever, Miller. Miller. Yeah. Esteemed author and this? expert How on did I mess stuff. This up? Um. Even better. Do you want me to answer that? Even better. We literally got this song today. So that's why we literally don't even, we, none of us have heard it yet. So here it comes. It's Ben Bowers with a song about me. Oh, shit. Ben. Traitor. Well, little listener, let me elucidate here. Everybody wants to wear pivots. Because the chap who's in the hat, he knows where it's at. Tell me who to ask where best to go to drink and eat. And if this beer sold on Main Street, if only we could choose. If you're feeling glum, his Twitter feed is real fun every time he posts. If you're out on the road, make sure you download the podcast he hosts. We are Clock Radio. I've heard this book's to tell you what to drink But there's a man with a hat who change how you think Who wants to drink but light and rubbish stuff like that Just listen to the guy who wears pith hats 
He's glued to his phone, leaves you sad on your own, you'll be there all day. Oh, when drunk he takes a selfie, and it's time for the tab, you won't know where he's at, and he'll never pay, cause he's busy taking selfies. Yes, everybody wants to wear pith hats, because the chap who wears the hat, he knows where it's at, and bartenders will say we'd love to have your back. Cause everybody loves a sweet pith hat Rhiannon really turns me on But Epcot ladies sounds like fun I really cannot choose between the two The skipper's last name is Richie He says he got there before me I told him no, but he got pretty rude Drunk he came to his defense Conversation was intense Suddenly emotions were alight And then we did begin to fight Everybody, everybody, everybody wants to wear pith hats. Everybody, everybody, everybody wants to wear pith hats. Everybody, everybody, everybody wants to wear pith hats. Everybody, Everybody, everybody wants to wear oh, their hats. No, not there. Ow! Everybody, don't twist that. That belongs on there. Don't stick me with a pin. That's a rare one. No, fine, fine. No, you have a... I didn't want to go out with her anyway. No, no, she didn't sound like fun. I was only joking. No, no, it was just for the song because the words fit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you, and you, mate. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, you go back to your tiki bar. Whatever.